0: Well, good morning uh, and I hope you're all doing well this morning uh, and if you're wondering who I am or if you're thinking that you're tuning in to the, the wrong video, rest assured, this is the, the video for Sprannock's Town Baptist this morning. Uh, uh, and my name is Daniel Allen and I'm from Belfast in Northern Ireland and more importantly, I'm also a student at the Irish Baptist College alongside David Sandal, one of your members there. Uh, And David was the one who invited me this morning to share with you all during your your service at Brannockstown Baptist. Uh, And now sadly, despite originally planning to come down and and see you all in person at Brannockstown, sadly due to a a change in circumstances within the last few days, uh, that's no longer possible. Uh, And so instead, this morning I'll be sharing with you uh, via video, Uh, for your service here at Brannockstown Baptist this morning Uh, and that'll be the situation for at least this week and next week at Brannockstown and so William Kidd also a a past student at the Irish Baptist College uh, will be coming to share with you all during your service next week Uh, but this morning even in these strange and on certain circumstances, it's great, and it's my pleasure to be able to bring with you, bring you all, uh, the service here at Town this morning. And so, I'm just going to begin our time by by reading some of the words of Psalm 95. Let's begin our time of worship by reading Psalm 95. Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. For the Lord is the great God, the great King above all gods. In his hand are the depths of the earth and the mountain peaks belong to him. The sea is his for he made it. And his hands formed the dry land. Come, let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before the Lord our maker. For he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture. The flock under his care. What great words this morning to remind us to praise and come before the great God that we serve so let's come together now in a time of prayer Uh, we'll especially remember so many different circumstances in, in the world around us especially regarding COVID and also the situation going on at Lebanon so let's just bow and pray together Father God we come before you And we recognise that you are the sovereign God. That you are the God in control of all things. God, we recognise that we are are people who are sinners. We are unworthy, God, to even come before you. That though in our own lives we try to take control, try to do things our own way, God, we recognise that you, God, are the only one. knows all and can do all and so God it's with that that we we must come before you and humble ourselves humble ourselves so that we can put you into your place as the exalted God above all but God we thank you that we can even do that this morning we thank you for your son who went to the cross and died for our sins that though we were unworthy we were made worthy in your sight through your son Jesus Christ and God we thank you this morning that we can come before you with our petitions with our needs God whatever they may be we thank you that you're a caring God a God who delights to hear from us God and so god that being said we come before you and we recognize the situation that's going on not just on our island god not just on in europe god but throughout the world god this situation with covid19 seems ever-changing and leads us to a time of uncertainty god god we pray for ireland we pray for the south of ireland especially um and particular counties that have had to put in new lockdown restrictions God that after a few months of relative easing of lockdown restrictions God these times again become uncertain God but we pray and we thank you that your hand is upon everything that's going on especially God in in County Kildare God and Lord we want to just put this island these islands this world in your hand God in your hands God and in your care God we want to remember Lebanon as well God such a horrific situation such a horrific event that took place God we pray that your hand can be on the families of those that lost loved ones so many people you're missing people who are presumed dead God we pray that you, you can be with those in such a, people who in, in such a, a time of desperate need and desperate pain God God we just pray that your hand can be on the nation of Lebanon at this time so God we just pray as we continue forward in our our service here this morning that you can be with us uh, and you can guide us through all that's said. And we pray it all in your Son's precious name. Amen. Amen. Well, we're going to come now to, to look at our, our passage this morning. Uh, and our passage this morning is found in the Gospel of Luke. Uh, so if you want to look up at home, uh, Luke chapter 12. Uh, and we're going to be looking at verses. 22 to 34 Luke 12 verses 22 to 34 and it says this then jesus said to his disciples therefore i tell you do not worry about your life what you will eat or about your body What you will wear for life is more than food and the body more than clothes consider the ravens they do not sow or reap they have no storeroom or barn yet God feeds them and how much more valuable you are than birds who of you by worrying can add a single hour to your life Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you but worry about the rest? Consider how the wildflowers grow. They do not labour or spin. Yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all his splendour was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, how much more will he clothe you? you have little faith. And do not set your heart on what you will eat or drink. Do not worry about it. For the pagan world runs after all such things, and your Father knows that you need them. But seek his kingdom, and these things will be given to you as well. Do not be afraid, little flock, for your Father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the poor. Provide purses for yourself that will not wear out. A treasure in heaven that will never fail. Where no thief comes near and new moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So reads God's word. It's just. Come before God in prayer once more before we come to look at this passage. Father, we, we thank you this morning for your word. We thank you that you can speak to us through the Bible, God. We just pray that through these next few moments you can guide me as I speak and guide everybody who's listening through your spirit. God, we thank you, and we pray it all in your son's name. Amen. Amen. Well, when I was younger, uh, I was a member of the Boys' Brigade, uh, and every summer we used to go away on camps. And I remember we used to play this one game, I'm not even sure if it actually has a, has a proper name, but the, the premise of the game was this. There would be an obstacle course, Uh, and you would go in pairs and one of the pairs would be blindfolded and it was the job of the other person to guide that blindfolded person through the course whether it be telling you what direction to go telling you to take a a certain amount of steps uh, or telling you to jump and climb over things or even crawl under things whatever it may have been if you didn't listen to your guide you're always in big trouble. Even though you may have thought an instruction didn't sound like the right thing to do, even if you're unsure about something, it was always best to follow the commands because the guide could see what was ahead and you could not. And right now in the world we live in, we we almost all naturally feel like that blindfolded person We have a fear of the unknown. Things are are changing on on a daily and a weekly basis. And no one really has any idea of when this will all come to an end. Despite so many weeks of progress regarding COVID, over the last couple of weeks, it feels again as if we're regressing a little. Even here in Northern Ireland, we're, we're seeing an increase in cases. Right now we have so many different questions. How long will this situation continue? How long will we we be in and out of lockdown? Will there be more restrictions? Will we ever get back to normal? These are questions that I've been asking and I'm sure you've been asking too. We're all worried right now. And I'm not even necessarily saying that's the wrong thing to do or even a bad thing to do. Being cautious and worried is quite natural to us all. And it's something to be expected. But maybe over these last few months, worrying and being concerned and all this uncertainty, it's, it's taken over our lives. We're worried about the here and the now. We're worried about today, but it has all this focus taken our worry and our concern away from the future. And looking at this passage in Luke twelve today, I'm hoping we can we can firstly be comforted by what Jesus is saying in these verses. But also I'm hoping we can be challenged in our outlooks. We can get a new perspective as we continue through these uncertain times together. Luke 12 comes whilst Jesus has been talking to a crowd of many thousands. In verses 1 to 12, Jesus gives strong words of warning to those who, in their hearts, wish to uplift themselves rather than Jesus. And people who feel then to proclaim his name to the world. But Jesus also gives great words of encouragement to those who have the correct intentions in their heart. People who are proclaiming Jesus to the world around them and wishing to glorify God. Then after that in verses 13 to 21 just before the passage we're looking at today. Jesus tells the, the parable of a rich fool. He gives a stark warning against greed. He tells us that it can cause people to forget about God and the eternity to come. And that all leads us to our passage today we're looking at. Jesus in this passage today goes at the other end of the scale from greed and he begins to look at, at worry. And in this passage Jesus wants us all to change our perspectives in life. He wants us to consider things in a new light. Not to follow the world's way. Not to follow the way that may feel natural to us. But to follow the way that God has shown to us. Verses 22 and 23 from our passage today read. Then Jesus said to his disciples. Therefore I tell you. Do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear. For life is more than food, and the body more than clothes. In these verses, we're called not to worry. In the verses from before, Jesus talked a lot about greed. And with greed, people are never satisfied. They can never get enough. And here in these verses, Jesus is talking about worry. And it's surprising to see how it can be connected to greed. See, with worry, people are worried that they will never get enough. The common thing with both greed and worry is that it takes people's focus away from Jesus. And it puts people's focus on the here and the now. And it causes people to feel... Fail to trust in God. Worry can do great damage to both our lives mentally and physically. Though it can be okay to worry, all too easily worry can consume us. It can take over our lives to the point where we focus on it and nothing else. We neglect other people, and even worse than that, we neglect God. In our lives, we we may worry about things because we have responsibilities. Our worry can be to make sure our families or our neighbors are safe, and provided for us. For many people at the minute, it can be work related. Maybe you're a healthcare professional or an essential worker who's working to make sure that people are cared for and are safe and provided for. For others, it may be that they've lost their job during these last few months. Or some may be concerned by the recent surge that it may put them out of work again after only getting back. And with all these things, there is a healthy worry that you should have. A worry that keeps you responsible and it keeps you alert. However, as as we were saying, all too easily, and even more so at the minute, worry can take over our lives. But in these verses, we are warned against it by Jesus. He tells us in verse 23, Life is more than food, and the body is more than clothing. Your life is more than that, it is more than the here or now or even the next few weeks and months. In our lives we have a an eternity to concern ourselves with and we're reminded of that here. We're reminded to be guided by God and not by the world around us and what the world concerns itself with. We're told that we to read God's word as the guide, as the way to, to see how to navigate this situation that we're in now. We should be reading God's word and not reading speculation on social media or the internet of what might be happening. We should be praying to God and relying on God in these days and not gossiping or speculating with our neighbors About the latest conspiracy theory we're to turn to God and not those around us or ourselves whilst the professionals don't even know when or how this situation will end we can take great comfort in the fact that we have a God who is in control and this leads us to our, our, our next verses Verses 24 to 28. And these verses remind us why we don't need to worry. Verse 24 reads, Consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn. Yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable you are than birds. Jesus here is reminding us that God, he provides for all living things. Birds they don't worry about where their next meal is coming from and that doesn't mean that they don't work for their food but they are aware enough to know that the food will come. And then we're reminded of how much more valuable we are than birds. All too often we attempt to find value, value in other things and other people But please this morning, remember the value you have before God. We can't even comprehend how much God loves and cares for us. Then in in the next verses, we're reminded where, where worrying will ultimately get us. Verses 25 and 26 read, Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to your life? Since you cannot do this very thing, why do you worry about the rest? One thing that uh, irks me in my life is that I I couldn't quite reach six foot in height. I've been five foot eleven for a good few years now. Uh, But I could never quite get to that extra inch. But there's nothing I can do about it. There's nothing that will make me any taller Uh, and I should be pretty thankful for the height I got to because when I was about 15 I was pretty small Um, so I'll take 5 foot 11 Uh, and I think the same thing happens with worrying. Worrying won't add a, a single second to your life. In fact it's more likely to take away from it Worrying will not get us very far at all. And we should keep that in mind in these difficult times. In verses 27 and 28 as well, Jesus reminds us that God even takes care of the flowers of the field. Flowers are given their beauty by God. And despite how little time they have to be alive, God still cares for them and God still provides for them. And how much more do we mean to God than the flowers of the field? We have a God who we can be confident will look after us and will guide us. And though this is something that's easy to remember when times are easier, when times are trouble three, we often forget it or we we often begin to doubt it through times that are full of difficulties and uncertainties. But we must humble ourselves and exalt God to his rightful place. Whenever we we fully rely on him to guide us through all moments in our lives, we exalt him. We put God above all. And we humble ourselves so that one day we will receive our reward in eternity. 1 Peter chapter 5 uh, verses 6 to 7 reads this. Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God so that the proper time he may exalt you. Casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Then we come to the verses 29 to 31. And in these verses, Jesus, he reminds us of where our focus should be. God leads us in his way, a way which is so much different to the the world around us. Right. Whilst the world, as it says in, in verse 29, may set their heart on what they will eat or drink. We're called not to worry about those things. In verse 30 Jesus says your father knows that you need them. And so those things are are not to be our focus. He's saying that those things will be provided for. Uh, The book of Proverbs in the Old Testament is is a wisdom book. And in it one of the main themes in the first few chapters is about which path you will take. The way of the wicked or the path of the righteous. And if you're a Christian this morning, then you're on that righteous path. And God, he is leading you through it with his Holy Spirit. And we must trust him to do so. Even when we're unsure or or we simply don't want to. Right now, you you might be pretty unsure about things. But let me assure you that you're not alone in, in feeling that way. And so many of us, the majority of us, feel the same. The virus, as we know, is not just affecting people's health. It's also affecting people's livelihoods, among other things. But if we're truly trusting in God... He will guide us through it according to his will. We just have to follow his guidance. And that guidance is spelled out to us in verse 31. To seek his kingdom. Seek his kingdom. This is to be our, our priority in life. The number one thing we do as Christians. Seek his kingdom and follow his way. This should be at the top of everything we do and the foundation of everything we do. So at the minute if you live for these next few weeks or even these next few months and forget everything else then you're failing to live for his kingdom. All too often we we feel we Need to get our our life into line, our life into order before we can live for God and seek his kingdom. Right now you might be thinking, I just want to get through these next few weeks, these next few months. And then I can get back to my normal life. Going to church without restrictions. Meeting with people. Going out for a coffee. Whatever normal life is to you. But we are called right now possibly now more than ever to seek first the kingdom of God we're called to fully rely on him and trust his plans for our lives we must remember that his plans are far greater than our plans though we we don't have a, a clue we don't have a notion Of what is happening at times throughout all this pandemic, throughout all the problems we see throughout our world. But we can take comfort in the fact that we have a God who loves and cares for us, even in times like this. If you put God's kingdom first and everything else will come into place. According to God's will. And ultimately we have that wonderful assurance of salvation as Christians. That we can rest upon and take peace in. Then finally we can look at these last few verses. Where we're called not to fear or worry once more. Verse 32 reads... Do not be afraid, little flock, for your Father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. We need not worry, because we have a God who is delighted to give and provide for us. Then verse 33, it reads, Sell your possessions and give to the poor. Provide purses for yourselves that will not wear out. A treasure in heaven that will never fail where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. This verse reminds us that all we have does not belong to us, but is given to us as a gift by God. And he can just as easily take those things away. Even your very life, it belongs to God. This is not necessarily... In these verses, this is not necessarily commanding us to give absolutely everything we have away. Rather, Jesus here is calling for us to change our perspective on things. In the previous passage, uh, in the parable of the rich fool, Jesus was talking about the dangers of greed. And he speaks to both those people who are overcome by greed And he's also speaking to the people who are overcome by worry in this verse. Both are called to change their perspective, change their focus, and put it on the kingdom of God. Put it as the first and the most vital priority in their lives. And why is this? Well, we see why in verse 34. Because it reads this, for where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. If right now, all you think about is the here and now. If all that concerns you, or or most of what concerns you is on COVID-19, then that is where your heart lies. If all that concerns you is your job or your career, then that is where your heart lies. If all that concerns you or most of what concerns you is on money, then that is where your heart lies. But we are called to be different. We're called not to concern ourselves or worry about these things. If we concern ourselves with God's Kingdom and His will for our lives, then that is where our hearts will lie. And that's what I want to close with this morning. What a comfort this passage is, especially in these, these difficult times. We're reminded that God does care for us. That might not seem clear right now, but from this passage we know that it's true. We're called not to worry, but to leave ourselves in the hands of the Eternal Father. He is the one who will bring you ultimate peace. I, nor anybody else, know when we will come to an e- this will all come to an end, or if life as we know it will ever be the same again. Even the experts can't be sure. However, God knows. He's the one we're called to trust in throughout all of this. He will be that guide for us all. I was struck a, a few months ago by a, a friend who, who shared this with me. He said he sometimes keeps a prayer diary. And he writes down in this prayer diary or this prayer journal the things that he prays for. And he tells us as he looks back through previous months at the things that he'd been praying for, he told us that there hasn't been a single thing in that prayer journey, journal that God hasn't answered. How amazing is our God? And I wanna challenge myself and I wanna challenge you all this morning to do something similar, to keep a journal, to keep it a record of the things that we pray to God for. And let's see in a few months if God answers those prayers. But please be reminded this morning that you have a father who cares for you and who delights to provide for you. And it's by him and him alone that we should be guided. And even in these difficult times, we must praise and thank him this morning. Let me just read the words of Hebrews 13 verses 5 and 6. Be content with what you have, because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So we, we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Let's just pray together. Father God, we come before you knowing. We recognize our weakness. We recognize that during this time we've had to humble ourselves and recognize there's so little we can do and God we come before you now and pray that you can be our guide, that you can be the one by whose will we live by that whilst the world around us does so much wrong and evil God we pray that we can be people who live by your word, who live by your guidance God and live by your will God we pray that these words can be a comfort to us this morning and we pray above all that our hearts lie in your kingdom God and so it is that we pray in your son's name Amen well uh, I want to thank you all Uh, for allowing me to join your service at Brannockstown this morning, uh, even if it's in slightly different circumstances than we were expecting. Uh, But it's been an absolute pleasure uh, to be able to share with you all this morning, nonetheless. So let me just close our time together by by reading the words at the end of Ephesians chapter 3. It says this, Now to him... He is able to do more immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us to him be glory in the church and in christ jesus throughout all generations forever and ever amen amen